Welcome to The Lifted Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Denham. I'm a confidence and business mentor for women, and my intention is to help you clear out any mental or spiritual blocks that are keeping you from leading the most happy, fulfilling, successful life that you could possibly lead. This podcast is about activating our highest potential, healing in mind, body, and spirit, and above all, holding space for our humanity as we explore the depths of what it means to be human. Hello, welcome to another episode. I'm so happy that you're here. I hope you're having a beautiful week wherever you are. So first of all, we have a new moon in Aquarius on Friday, a beautiful symbol of rejuvenation. And with breaking out of familiar cycles, being more experimental, going against the status quo, noticing where we can pop off our own glass ceilings, and really understand how we can see the world through a new and evolved lens. And this is also about bringing in community, maybe meeting some new people to help you bring a new version of you to life and change your perspective in a healthy and bigger, bigger way. Aquarius is also represented by the water bearer as an image, as a symbol. So we can think of bringing life to whatever vision that we're calling in and moving toward watering those seeds of fruition, right? So a really good symbol of a new beginning. And I get this kind of like crackly feeling around Aquarius, like revolution, you know? (laughs) It's a good vibe. Good time to be experimental and start thinking about big changes that you might want to see. We'll talk more about these themes in our self-care Sunday meditation class as well. I'm going to be focusing on new ideas with you, but also we're going to talk about acceptance and the essence of acceptance and what it means to be radically present with where you are without fighting that current so that you can build the new, so that you can move into that spirit of revolution in whatever way that looks like for you. But today in this pod, we're going to talk about the art of surrender and five keys to unlocking that, unlocking that essence of surrender. This is something you guys probably know because I talk about it all the time that I have been moving through since coming to Costa Rica very much on purpose. Um, I've really put myself here on purpose to be stretched and I knew it was going to happen. I don't know ever when I enter a new space in what way I'm going to be stretched, but what be, what's beautiful about this process is that you enter a room in which you aren't reflected back necessarily by anything familiar to you. So for example, like when I'm in New York city, my environment is reflecting back to me parts of myself that I already know. Like I'm familiar with all those coffee shops and those galleries. I'm familiar with that subway line. I'm familiar with these parties and these friends and these classes. Everything feels safe. It feels cushy. Um, It's predictable. It's predictable. And for that reason, I find that in those environments, I behave in a certain way. I dress in a certain way. I speak in a certain way because that's how I behave in accordance to that familiar environment. So what happens when we pop out of the known and into this different environment Uh, is that we're what I would call like a mirrorless room, like nothing around us is reflecting back familiarity. So we're kind of stripped naked in a lot of ways. And there's a reckoning that happens that has us asking, well, who am I in the face of the unknown? Who am I as a blank slate? Who do I want to be? How do I speak? How do I hold myself? 
And it's a great way to activate your highest self because you really tune into that, whether you like it or not. Like, oh, I need to be conscious of how I'm interacting with my world. And is this lifestyle that I am leading in integrity with my values and who I really want to be? And hmm, who do I want to be? What's resonating? What's what's feeling good? Do I feel better here than somewhere else? Why or why not? It's a really beautiful movement into both discernment and getting to know our preferences more deeply and just really in turn our authenticity. And then we'll start to notice, okay, so now I'm magnetizing these certain things. And as you get into a rhythm and a new space or whatever, and by, and by talking about like foreign spaces, like travel is not the only example of this. We find ourselves in the unknown and stripped naked in a new relationship. We find ourselves in these spaces when we get a new job and we're around new colleagues. We find ourselves kind of stripped naked when we're trying a new hobby or a new skill that we don't know anything about yet. So I'll just use my experience traveling right now just as a metaphor for this and how we get to know ourselves in in unfamiliarity. Um, so that's the first key to surrendering is recognizing how you behave in an unfamiliar space and tapping into that authenticity. So authenticity is really the first key of surrender. You got to know who you are um, so that you're kind of unshakable. So <laughs> I'm looking at my notes. I haven't exactly labeled these keys. I've just got five bullet points, but let's call the first key of unlocking authenticity, standing strong in who you are, stretching that, stretching that sense of self, building that muscle to say, oh, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. This is who I want to be. This is who I don't want to be. And this is how I'm going to present to the world. Because what happens is that as you build your authenticity and start to know what that even looks like and feels like for you, you bring that everywhere that you go. Um, I have been really experiencing being a chameleon of sorts for so long. And I love that about myself that I can adapt and mold in any environment. And at the same time, I'm getting a lot more of a sense of, okay, this is me through it all. And I feel like that's strengthening. So depending on where I go, I'm noticing that I'm not changing so much. My frequency is just starting to maintain. Um, and I can feel myself, my true soul's essence permeating my spaces more actively. So it'll be interesting to see what happens as I, as I move and shift again. <laughs> so take a moment to think about what that means in your life right now. What new experiences have you stepped into that are testing your authentic code? Are you in alignment with yourself? Are you out of alignment? And how can you come back to that place of homeostasis? Because that's where we enter the realm of surrender and where we can soften because that is built on a foundation of self-trust. When you trust yourself, when you're in your authenticity, you can much more easily let go. Okay, the second key, we'll get a little bit more specific here. Surrender doesn't mean doing nothing, okay? Surrender doesn't mean doing nothing. That's the second key to keep in mind to learning how to let go and surrender more. What it does mean is that we're taking aligned action based on our authentic desires but we're loosening our grip and we're loosening our control. So taking aligned action, moving toward what would feel better in your life, but not trying to like choke it into existence. You know what I mean? It's really just uh, Hey, I'm going to move toward this. And if it 
is a match to me, if it's a match to my energy, wonderful, I'm inviting it in. And if it's not a match yet, I'm going to let myself be molded into the version of me that will magnetize it. So it's this process of growing into who we want to become. And that's the beautiful thing about desires. Our desires are sacred and they are leading us toward our greatest expansion and keeping us on our dharmic path because our desires are communicating, hey, this is my highest expression of self. This is where my potential is. And there is a bridge that I get to cross from my current reality into this next reality. But to cross that bridge and to meet that desire is going to mean growth is going to happen. It's going to mean change is going to happen. And we all know that that's not comfortable. It's not comfortable. And that's why we have all of these tools. (laughs) That's why we meditate. That's why we have community. But yeah, so I think also I'll say on this note, like, let it be difficult. Let it be challenging. Recognize that the challenge means that you are growing and appreciate that. If, if you weren't growing and changing, you'd be really comfortable, you'd be really stagnant, and you'd probably not have a lot of life force energy chi moving through you. So I am encouraged and encouraging you to lean into the hard. Let it be hard as you change and as you cross that bridge because that is where the blessing is going to unfold and that's where you're going to understand how strong you are as well. So... But to go back to that initial point of surrender doesn't mean doing nothing, I think that, that this is like the biggest misconception about the word and the the vibe of surrender. It's like, oh, okay, so I'm just going to sit here on my couch and watch TV all day and just like let life happen to me. No, surrender is, is a dance with the universe. It's a dance with God. It's saying, I'm going to meet you here and I'm going to let you meet me how you're going to meet me because I trust that God has my back. I trust that the universe has my back. So when we think of it like a dance, I think of it like salsa, you know, in our feminine embodiment, we can allow ourselves to be led and moved around the dance floor by the partner that's taking the lead by the lead in the dance. And the lead is God. The lead is the universe. So it's not like you're not moving your feet. It's not like your posture isn't good and that your heart isn't open. It's just that you're being led and you're being guided by something bigger than yourself and trusting that life is unfolding in a very particular way for you on purpose. The third key here for the art of surrender is completely flipping your perspective on all of the stories that you consider to be true in your mind and doing this in a way that's wonderfully analytic and just practical, not really emotional. And this is really at the core of CBT is questioning the stories that we tell ourselves because stories are just neural pathways that we have reinforced over and over and over again. And the work of self-development is to really question those stories of scarcity and lack and low self-worth. And what happens is that we just don't know that they're even running in our minds. We're just so used to the stories we tell ourselves that, you know, it takes a level of metacognition, which is simply thinking about thinking, which is why meditation is so great, um, to get clear on this. Uh, So when we find ourselves in a place that we're being asked to surrender, really take note of what story you're telling yourself about the situation you're in and ask yourself, is this story completely true? And there are only three answers to that question. Either yes, the story is true. I don't know if the story is true. And no, it's definitely not true. And just the simple act of getting clear on the answer to that question is going to have you thinking completely differently about your reality. So 
I encourage you to do that. Maybe you even pause this and think of a limiting belief that you've been facing and question the the truth of it. And then you can start to work that down to the root cause and be like, okay, where did I pick up this story? Why do I think this is true? Um, you know, who would I be if I didn't have this thought? What's a better feeling? What's a better thought that I can bring in? So surrender also means letting another option be considered. The next key in the art of surrender is literally creating space for your desire to come in. And creating space means taking stock of what we're willing to purge and let go of. So this is going to hit all the levels, mental, spiritual, and physical. So when we're creating space for a new experience, we've got to assess, okay, like we just talked about, what mental stories and bonds to stories am I willing to let go of in order to rewrite a new narrative? Because whatever you're calling in is going to require a new version of you that has new stories, right? Secondly, spiritually, where do you still have energetic cords attached to other people that are pulling your life force out of you? And highly recommend doing a cord cutting meditation. You can maybe find one of those on YouTube, but really visualize returning that person's energy back to them. Anybody that you're stuck on from the past, anybody that may have caused you pain in the past, working through forgiveness, acceptance of the situation, letting it go, going through a cycle of grief, perhaps to move through that, but to create space for something new, we've got to start with a fresh slate here and really be able to let go of the past in so many ways. And then physically to mirror that energy feng shui is fantastic for creating space um you know even if you're calling in a partner for example and you're single like making space in your home to invite somebody in like what would it look like to have two of you in there this is a good manifestation practice or if you're calling in a new job have you created an office space in your home where you feel really good and you can get down to work um cleaning just cleansing making sure that everything is purified and ready and open to receive cleansed and cleared this is creating portals of opportunity is what that's doing so surrender me and saying okay i'm opening the space god you can bring in what is right to fill this space okay fifth and final key here is always returning to the question what is this trying to teach me what is this trying to reveal to me as I'm moving through this change that perhaps feels difficult, what am I being molded into to receive what I've asked for? Because once we ask the universe for something and we cast our manifestation out into the ethos, the universe is going to give us everything that we need to prepare us to receive it. So that's going to come in the form of strengthening us to be able to hold the space for it and to hold our desire. So remembering to continue to return to that like okay so i've asked for freedom here what is my life revealing to me so that i can crack open and be more free that's what i asked for when i came to costa rica you know i i set this intention that i wanted a lifestyle of more freedom and to be able to truly work from anywhere in the world so i'm being tested in so many ways um, to help me move into more ease and be more fluid and be softer and allow myself to be stretched more and meet more people um, because my rigidity was keeping me from that lifestyle of ease and flow. So I'm recognizing that even though it's uncomfortable to stretch like that, it's 
giving me what I asked for, which is freedom. And it's helping me build that. But sometimes everything needs to be destroyed to be built back from the ground up. And what this process is really doing is instilling that deeper sense of faith and self-trust when we continue to rise from the ashes like the phoenix, right? And we look back on all of these iterations of self, we can see, oh my gosh, I've been in training this whole time. And maybe if I could loosen my grip on the outcome and not attach so heavily to what I think should happen, things would be easier. And ideally, that's what we're moving into. As we talk about this idea of creating a heaven on earth, it's just more in that flow state, more in surrender, more in trust and in dance and in partnership with the universe. And the last thing I'll say about this is that having a consistent practice and a checkpoint is so essential for this because in the day-to-day, you know, fray of life, so many things are pulling on our energy and it's so imperative that we have a way in which to return home to ourselves every day. I like to do that in the morning because by the end of the day, you're kind of exhausted, right? And like you're not fully tapped in and tuned in. So having a morning practice has been absolutely essential. And for this, I really recommend you guys my email course, Radiate Confidence, is this four-week email course. Lessons get to your inbox every other day. So you can really dive into these practices for two days at a time. And you'll notice that after a month of this integration process, you look back and you've had this quantum growth portal. So it's really beautiful. I really recommend that. I've been doing it myself again, actually, as I was going back and making little adjustments. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to take this again. So that's it from me, my darlings. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let's, we'll do a little recap, shall we? The five keys are... First of all, tapping into your authenticity so you know who you are in unfamiliarity. Second, surrender doesn't mean doing nothing. It means taking aligned action and then loosening your grip on the outcome. Number three, flip your perspective completely upside down to figure out what stories are working for you or against you in your mind. Next is create space for what's coming in energetically, actively create space. And then finally, always return to ask the question, what is this trying to teach me so that my desires can come in and I can hold that? Excellent. Okay. I love you so much. I'll see you on the next one. And hopefully I'll see you on Sunday for our meditation class. It's been my just absolute joy to be creating more active community. Thanks for being here. Talk soon. Bye for now.